We are back. Oh my goodness, half of the show is gone. <laughs> oh man, man, you are listening to Team Up and Thrive on the IBGR Network. Oh, this is so bittersweet. <laughs> As I stated before, this will be my last Team Up and Thrive show. I am moving to Fridays and be hosting a show for women of business. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> I will be on Fridays at 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. <sighs> it's great. This The way the, the station is going is like so amazing. We have been listening to you guys. We are implementing, we're including so many different amazing shows and the one focused on women is one that's very unique and I can't wait. <laughs> that is one thing I love, developing women. So also, if you haven't downloaded our ebook, do so. Profit Radio User Guide and let's grow together. And also download the show notes. Follow along and listen to the podcast if you haven't already. Because you'll find so many amazing nuggets in the podcast. Not just my show, but all the shows. I love to listen to every show. I haven't gotten to every single host yet, but I will. Because I love listening to the different perspectives that they give, that they provide us. So not only are you guys growing, we are growing from each other as well. And that's, that's the beauty of this network. I love it. <laughs> so we're talking about the importance of SOPs, standard operating procedures. Let's get into the how. How will we create these documents? You know, I told you before how I set my team down and we went over what is really needed in the organization. What do the, our customers need? What do you need to help them to where they don't have to always contact us. And also internally, what do we need to do inside the company where employees would have the processes and what they need right in their hands, right at their fingertips. So the first thing you need to do is determine your goals for creating these SOPs. You don't want to have a bunch of documents laying around and people are confused. They'll be more confused if you didn't have any at all. Can you imagine that? So make sure you determine your goals for your SOPs. You know, have your team there to help. And some of the questions that you might ask is, how would this SOP allow employees and teams to work more effectively? You notice I said teams in there? Yes. And, and it's funny because I talk about um, in season two on one of the shows, about treating, you know, employees as an individual. And people are like, well, how are you going to do that? You know, you're always talking about teams. But yes, a team is developed from what? A bunch of individuals. <laughs> so even though we work together, we're still an individual. So they need to know that. So if you didn't listen to that show, the episode, go back and listen on the podcast. And also another question is, how will... Following this SOP, allow the team to better serve others, serve internal, external customers. And when I say that, sometimes we cross boundaries. You have an organization with several departments. You might need 
an SOP for the department so other departments would know. Like when we talked about, you know, the onboarding process, human resources, you might have a human resources department. Guess what? They need to create an SOP for the other departments to know about how the onboarding process works. What is their part in this? What is expected of them? So you see how SOPs not only help external customers, but your internal customers. You have a finance department. What is it that the rest of the organization needs to know? What, what are you providing them? They didn't have an SOP. Like, you know, there are situations to where maybe you have company credit cards. In the government system, we have a lot of, you know, we have a government card where you can make purchases. Well, it's supposed to be used when you are your your TDY, you go on the training. Well, there have been cases to where people were using these <laughs> for their own purpose. They were paying bills with them. They were going grocery shopping. They were going clothes shopping. You can't do that. But if the finance department doesn't have an SOP, <laughs> it doesn't tell them exactly what they can and cannot do. The guidelines need to follow to even, for one, even obtain a card. They'll be lost. And they have to contact you every single time. So it's crucial that you do have an SOP for that. And make sure that your goals on your SOP are smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-based. We all about smart goals around here. <laughs> and also determine the stakeholders and the creators. Who needs this SOP? Who's involved with this SOP? Are there all internal customers in your department? Does it cross boundaries in other departments so you need to be involved in the process? What about who's going to create the document? That's another thing that we should line out. You know, we talked about document management before. And when you do that, you have a document manager. They can actually track all of your all of your processes, your SOPs, everything for you, all of your documentation. And I talked about this a little bit in the KPI section and dashboards. So you have to go back and listen to the podcast for that. <laughs> I'm going back to the podcast because I've shared so much information that you want to hear. And another thing is define the end user. As I said, who, who needs this information? You know, remaining laser focused on the actual duties for the end user is important. Another thing is using a language that they can relate. There's nothing, there's nothing worse than you creating this grand document and no one can relate to it. They're like, well, who is this for? So you just pretty much wasted your time. That's something you don't want to do. We all, you know, time is valuable. We don't want to waste it. And another thing, you know, you'll hear us talking about in these shows where you have to speak someone else's language. Because if you don't, they're not listening to you. They're just hearing you. And it would do you no any good. No good at all. It's very crucial that you do that. Another thing is determine the scope 
in the format of the SOP. We talked about three types of SOPs, step-by-step -step list, the hierarchy list, and the flow chart. So which one is best for your SOPs? We sat down and we were discussing our SOPs and what they needed. We found that we used, we used pretty much all of these. You have to know which one is the better fit for that particular procedure. So when you're doing that, start pretty much, I, I'll say this all the time, I map everything out. You know, I map, I will map out how to go grocery shopping. <laughs> you know, that's just the type of person I am. I am very procedures, um, uh, process focused. So just sit down and think about with your team now, don't do it alone. Do not do it in a silo. Think about things that you're going to have an SOP for. And then start writing, start mapping out some of the steps that are included. And then break them down even farther. So when you have the outline, that will pretty much assist you with knowing which route you should take. And we're going to talk about outlining a little bit later, but I just want you to really really focus on having quality SOPs, knowing exactly what's needed, getting with your team. And so when I talked about um, making sure that all stakeholders are involved, you don't wanna miss someone. You don't want it to be where you're making an assumption because we all know what making an assumption means, right? And a lot of times as leaders, as business owners, we try and create everything for our staff because you're thinking that you have that misconception that that is what we're supposed to do. No, it's not. No, because as leaders and business owners, a lot of times we think more strategically and not operational. Your, your people at the bottom level, they're thinking about operations. How, how are we going to get this done? What, what, what are we doing? That is what you need your people to do when in these meetings. You need to have them come in and say, hey, no, this this won't work because we do it that way. I find a lot of times as, you know, leaders, we think that we know everything. And if we don't, we don't even ask questions. We don't even say, hey, OK, is this the right way? No, we, we're scared to have a team. We're scared to reach out and touch someone that we need. And it, it's not good. Your business will what? Not thrive that way because you need your team. So make sure you have the right people in the room. Make sure, first of all, you have a room and not do it in a silo, not do it alone. Because you just might be in business alone and struggling and failing because you did it by yourself in a silo, it just won't work. So make sure you guys download the show notes, go out, find the app and download it. And also find us on social media. So when we return, man, it's gonna be my last segment of this show. And we wanna dig deeper into the how. Be right back after a quick break.